Welcome to Monday Night Heroes, where all the D6s are shitty. That's Woo! right. And we roll nothing but 11s. That's right. Well, that's Saturday night. That's true. Turtle world. Anyway, it is Monday night. We are playing Icons, the Assembled Edition. Icons, Assembled. I feel like we need some like actual like theatrical music for that. <laughs> Icons, Assemble. Right, that's copyrighted. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm going to turn it over to Rodney, who is our game master for this superhero-y Monday night thing. <laughs> Monday night superheroes. Superhero-y thing, no less. That's right. Okay. So, <laughs> so those of you who uh, have dropped below your base uh, determination, raise it back up to your base. Uh, if you're above your base determination, leave it where it is. <clears throat> Question: I, I, Something I need to be clear on. How do we? How does stam work? I mean, how does it recover? Uh, stamina is your strength. I will look it up just to be sure. Willpower, strength. No, I know what it is, but I mean, like, how, like how fast? Yeah, but when you when you recover, it is because I have Regen three as well. All right, you recover three stamina every ten pages. Right. So effectively, uh, one stamina every three pages, and then you have a natural recovery rate of. You recover your current strength level in stamina per hour, unless you're using an advantage. Okay, so I should be back at full then. Yeah, because it's been a couple days. Yeah, really. I'm just good. making sure I'm learning. I'm learning the system. I think recovery is just like like your um, regen is like for when you're fighting and stuff. Yeah, yeah. That's what I figured. Because yeah. once the fight's over, you know. Well, healing and regen allow characters to recover faster. So, you know, a panel is a single turn, a single action from one character. A page is every character acting once, and then a, an hour, they don't really say hour, is just kind of like generic narrative time. Plot time has passed. <laughs> but in this case, in this case, uh, day it's been days. So okay. you guys have recovered, just like in the it's, comic book. It's more, it's more just so I understand it better how it works. That's why I was yeah. asking. I figured I'd recovered. Yeah. The battle was done. The rocket was taken to the face. <laughs> and in, in fact, the book itself says during most adventures, the game master may wish to assume characters simply recover all lost stamina in between chapters. Since it involves less bookkeeping. Because that's nice. <laughs> less bookkeeping is great. Bookkeeping. Amen. I know you didn't not just make a disgusted sound at bookkeeping considering who you are. Just because I'm the guy who does it doesn't mean I yeah. enjoy bookkeeping. <laughs> I love bookkeeping. Uh, considering the type of games you like to run. Yeah. yeah. 
All right, all right. Eclipse <laughs> 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 <In> face. <laughs> uh, a few days. Okay. A few days have passed since the multiple villain attacks the city, uh, but everything's been quiet. Mayor Wrightson has been confined to the Schwartz Sanitarium pending psychic evaluation from Dr. Fulmer to confirm if he is fit to stand trial. Uh, crime seems to have gone silent in the city. Even the police scanner seems quieter than usual. Uh, those of you who patrol the streets regularly haven't even spotted a jaywalker, let alone a petty hood knocking over a liquor store or a mugger plying his trade in the seedy alleys of the city. Jaywalking isn't a crime. It is in Kirby. Technically, it is. It's on the books. Lame. Just put Alicia or Jay, and you'll be fine. And, uh, you know, Frank Castle punishes jaywalking with death. Jaywalking. The sentence is death. Um, Detective Sullivan and the Special Crimes Unit have been in contact with you a couple of times. They're working as hard as ever trying to solve all the technology thefts. Uh, but haven't turned up any regular any evidence. Uh, Adam is notoriously difficult to track, and the other villains you faced appear to have gone into some kind of hiding. Uh, all of you have a feeling that the other shoe is about to drop, but you do not have any clue as to when, where, or what form it will take. Um, Book. So I... You know, I guess I want to spend my time trying to um, just do follow paper trails. Follow paper trails? Yeah. All right. Well, so when we have um, the warehouse by, that's that's one paper trail mm -hmm. that can be followed. Um, well, you pretty much followed it to its logical conclusion when you looked it up. Um, you know, it was bought by by Barbara Johnson of Apex Industries and it's just sitting there. They haven't used it for anything. Um, what other paper trails were you looking up? Well, that was the big one. I mean, it's just kind of weird that that um, it's been sitting fallow for, what, for 20 years? Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. But you know, it's it's Kirby. These things happen occasionally. Um, you know, everybody just assumes that they're gonna they're either currently using it or will be using it for just storage um, at some point, or or they might even just tear it down and build something else. Um. That's the general consensus if you're following like newspaper articles or anything like that on the subject. And then the other thing was um, has what's his name? I forgot the guy's name. The, the guy that Lily fought ever had any criminal record before? The, the Praetorian? The Praetorian. Yeah, the first guy, time you guys saw the Praetorian uh, was on the bridge. That was the first time anyone has seen the Praetorium. He just came out of nowhere that day. And the second time anyone's seen the Praetorian was um, at the bank robbery. 
Hmm. Um, he's a new. He was a new hero, um, but he's now also a criminal. But he too has has not been seen since your battle with him. But he's kind of a mysterious wild card, I suppose. Maybe he's fallen on hard times, and he's being paid to do these acts. Maybe he was a government employee on furlough. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So just to refresh our memories, because it was like two weeks ago, what exactly did he do on the bridge? Uh, He He welded the bridge back together while I was holding it. Okay. Yeah. He, He saved the bridge. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's up with him. Maybe, maybe he's not related to them, or if he is related to them, maybe they have something over him and are making him do it. Yeah. Maybe he just needed more gold for his suit. Or maybe he just doesn't know what the fuck he wants to do. <laughs> maybe he has a uh, split personality disorder. It's oddly specific. You know, a split personality disorder. Uh, I feel like uh, you did air quotes, but. <laughs> I just saw the movie, guys. It was a good movie. Look, I'm, saying, I'm saying in character. Uh-huh. Uh. All right. Uh, any other loose ends you guys were looking for? No, I'd say Reckless has probably just kind of been working out and hanging around the, the lair, watching for feeds or anything any, anything happening, what, what and about, helping the magpie out if she needs it. What about those hospital visits you wanted to run up on? You know, people displaying weird... Oh, yeah! Things. I'd actually forgot about that out of character. Um, There wasn't a lot of people. Uh, You didn't... Didn't find anybody else uh, checking themselves into the hospital with flu-like symptoms that didn't turn out to be the flu or cold or anything like that. Or measles. Or measles. <laughs> you know, because although Kirby has a really good rec- track record for uh, inoculations. <laughs> vaccine. There are, yeah, there are no anti-vaxxers in Kirby. Mandatory? <laughs> All right. Yeah, that's Gotham. Yeah. <laughs> Gordon says no inoculations. Um, yeah. So yeah, you haven't found anything out on that front. Um, and that's probably one of the most frustrating things is that because crime has seemed to have gone silent, you know, nobody's nobody's doing petty th- crimes. Um, even even like the mobsters and the organized crime families and things like that seem to have gone silent. Um, you know, no no big probably business as usual. Um, you know, small time just moving drugs in and out of the city, you know, quietly. But even then, everybody's keeping a very low profile. Yeah. In fact, in fact, it's almost like there's a truce. Um. Yeah. So, uh, any other any other loose end? Nothing on the children of the dragon either. They seem to have vanished out of thin air. 
but that's not good. Are there any security guards around that old abandoned warehouse or anything? Anyone going in or out? Mm, but are you staking it out? Yeah, let's take it out. Let's do a stakeout because we've got nothing else better to do. Okay. I'll get the stakes. You got the stakes? You're staking it out? Yep. All right. When are you staking it out? Because you do have a normal job. Oh, uh, yeah. After, after, after the show's over, we'll just uh, go... Go, go on, do the occasional stakeout. Uh, make sure, make sure get get my get my ribeye nice and rare. All right. Well, I, I'll tell you this much: Ned has been shifted over into like early afternoon. He's he's no longer on the morning show, even though he wants the coveted drive home slot. How dare you! I am I am the voice of dad. You know, Ned. Yeah. I'm not really doing anything right now. Uh, I get to check out this place if you want it checked out. Yeah, uh, please do. Uh, I'm, I'm stuck at the. Uh, I'm bumped for some reason. Besides, but, you stand out too much. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta grow the brand. <laughs> so you're gonna like what? Sit, stand across. Across the street in your sequin silver jacket, watching this <laughs> warehouse. That is a silk. That is the slick silver thing to do. Okay, well, uh, the nights you've taken to do it, nothing happens. <laughs> uh, one one car does drive by and go, "Hey, slick." <laughs> <laughs> Evenings at Tizen. Let's keep the city safe. Yeah. Um, yeah. Reckless. Go ahead and give me an awareness check for the time that you're spending at the warehouse. Yeah, because she's completely indiscreet. <laughs> see, that is awareness. That is a seven. Seven? Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, you're able to pretty much determine that they do have power on at the warehouse there are a couple of lights on inside just you know i guess security lights uh there are lights in the on the perimeter and stuff like that just to satisfy local law enforcement that uh it's not a den of drugs um you don't see anybody going in or out it's uh really quiet uh it doesn't look like anybody's been there um you do you do find an opportunity to take a walk around. Uh, Kaze's probably done this a couple of times, run around the building a few times. Um, Shad run in the building a few times. Oh, the door's locked. It's big, heavy chain padlock on the gates. Uh, Would it be unusual to like for people to be jogging on the docks or anything? Uh, no, people jog. Yeah, that's what she sure. would do. Is just you know go out for a jog and kind of case the place. Yeah. But like I said, you don't see anything. You don't. It doesn't really look like. Uh, in fact, the padlock on the there's a chain link fence that goes up the length of the building, all the way or the perimeter of the building. Um, the lock on the front gate has been there so long that it is starting to get a little rusty. Um, you don't see any type of tire tracks. Um, you know, no, you know, no fresh oil leaks or anything like that to indicate that any type of vehicle. Has been here. 
um, even during normal business hours, if you guys are rotating shifts to watch this place, um, it seems like a total dead end to you. Yeah. There, there are no noises. You know, there's no mysterious noises. Um, it is near the cannery district. And those strange vampire chicken boxes. <laughs> right, right, right. There's no, there's no trash being put out. So there's nobody in there, you know, staying in there almost all the time. Um, so it just, it just doesn't seem, it just seems like they bought this property and they're just letting it sit idle for the time being. Hmm. Very suspicious. Or it's just a business venture. Yes. I mean, it's not like these companies don't buy buildings all the time just to tear them down or have them sit there. Or sell them later for better prices. That's true. They're, they're, you, you guys check a lot of the property records. There are other couple abandoned warehouses in that same area. Um, but it doesn't look like anybody's trying to like snap them up. Um, uh, Apex says put a bid on like the one you know, five doors down from this one. But uh they that that sale hasn't gone through. Um <clears throat> the warehouse that was robbed by Adam uh has the security has tightened at that one. There are armed guards patrolling the doors. Um and where you uh where you guys the bullet holes from the battle with the cops have been patched up. The large uh, gash in the wall from where Reckless embedded a car door <laughs> has <Oops>. been fixed. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, in fact, as you guys are wandering around the city, you notice the, the bodega over by the bank. Um, they've already started rebuilding that. Well, would you look at that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Did he start to retire? Fast in this town. Well, given that most of downtown has been rebuilt in 15 years. I mean, you know, it's not like like superheroes aren't a thing in this town. They probably have a pretty good construction business booming yeah. here. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's probably... <laughs> That's probably one of the most uh, lucrative for other than like science and technology research. Construction is one of the biggest businesses in, in, in the city. Anything else you guys want to track down? No, not really. <laughs> no, no, I'll check in with the magpie and, and Lot and well, see how they're doing. Well, uh, Scarlet's been working a lot, um, covering you know various human interest stories around the city, um, and and trying to do some investigative reporting on the technology thefts herself. Uh, but she's not turning up anything either. Um, in fact, while you guys are investigating, trying to tie up any loose ends, uh, find out any new information. Uh, you all get invited by Sir William uh, to a party at his penthouse. 
uh, in an attempt to break the tension and impart the lesson that being a superhero is more than rushing about in a fancy costume. Do they want us there in our fancy costume? Go take it. <laughs> nope, we want you there in your oh, city's identity. Excellent. There you go. Somehow, Sir William sent the invitations to your civilian identities. What? Wow. That's not acceptable. Totally not surprised by this. Well, the Pika building is quite stately. Mm-hmm. I'm like a fine, fine, even wear tux. <laughs> okay, yeah, sure. <laughs> you buy a tux. Isn't he already wild? Rent a tux. Hey, this is Ned Danver. I'm the voice of the city. I come, I don't rent. You make $45,000 a year. Uh, I know a guy who probably knows a guy. <laughs> He probably uh, actually has one just because he's a hosted a jazz station that he has to go and like do shit like introduce live acts and glad handle visiting um, you know, musicians and shit. Yeah. Oh, he probably has a nice suit for that. Probably not a straight up tux. With like tails and stuff. I mean, it's up to you, Ned, how, how you want to dress for this party. Really, it's up to all of you how you want to dress for this party. As I do not own nice clothes, just dressed in street clothes. Okay. Street clothes it is. All right, what's reckless, Roy Earn? Fairly dressed up, like not super dressed up. She's got some things she's wore to like awards or some stuff, like nice pantsuit or something. Okay. What about uh, what about Vega? I'm gonna wear the hand-me-down suit that my dad gave me upon his death. Your adopted father, Jonathan. Yeah. Right. A little, little out of style. A little out of style. In fact, the last time you wore it was to his funeral. In 1972. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So you guys. Oh, and we already went through Ned. Yep. Ned. Uh, you guys all meet at the, the bottom of the lobby of the Pika building. Uh, Ned is uh, freshening up his goatee. Mm-hmm. Nice. He's got yep. his tie. Looking sharp. That's what I do. That's what I do. Would you say he's looking slick? He indeed no. is looking slick. <laughs> Roll cream all the way, baby. All right. So you guys go up to the, you know, get in the elevator. The the one in the lobby uh, goes up to the penthouse. Um you guys, of course, have not been to this area of the penthouse yet because you went up the private elevator last time. Um, 
it opens up into a grand uh, entrance way where you see people meandering about um, in various states of, of semi-fancy dress. Uh, a lot of really nice, expensive suits. Uh, nobody really wearing a tux. Uh, you know, expensive shoes, all this stuff. You look around, you see acting Mayor Johns <clears throat> mingling with the crowd. Um, you see, you know, your rival from the radio station, Ned. Uh, what's his name? Rick Daglas. Rick Daglas. Okay. So, Jason Brock. Um, you know, the, a lot of city officials are there. Is he um, wearing uh, pajama pants? Who, Rick Douglas? Yes. Yes, and they have fire on them. <laughs> uh, so you see, uh, you know, a lot of eminent scientists. Uh, in fact, Barbara Johnson is there herself. Um, you know, Prospero Gress is there, kind of like lurking in a corner by himself, trying. He appears that he's trying to figure out how to leave without anybody noticing him leaving. Uh, and just so there's so much just wealth and power in this one room. And you're probably a little curious as to why you've been asked to come. Uh, you don't see Sir William. Uh, you see Scarlet mingling about in the crowd a little bit. Uh, you can't really miss her because, you know, like, like her name suggests, she enjoys her red party dress. And, yeah, there's an open bar with, uh, with a bartender. They are playing what record, Steve? Real Big uh, Fish. No, they're not playing Real Big Fish at all. <laughs> Um oh they're they're playing um Ella Fitzgerald um and the American songbook. There you they're go. Playing, they're playing Gershwin. Okay. And and, and the mighty mighty boss tones. No. No. They're dare you. So uh yep, you're free to mingle in the party for right now. Like I said, there's a lot of folks. Uh, you uh, think you spy uh, Dr. Fulmer? It's a veritable who's who of the city and important. The only NPC you haven't seen is uh, Detective Sullivan and uh, Sergeant O'Shaughnessy. You imagine other, they're, other, on, they're on duty. Are there other... Um, is there any more police presence here or... Um, yeah, the commissioner is there. Uh, Commissioner Gordon. No, uh, not Commissioner Gordon. Jordan. No. Treacher. Commissioner, Commissioner Treacher. <laughs> Commissioner Treacher. Very well. Commissioner Treacher. Write that down. Arthur Sop. How are you? Uh, he's 
he's mingling as well. Um, smoking a big fat cigar. Got a double of scotch in his hand. You know, occasionally he pulls out his pocket square to mop his balding, obese forehead. Um, yeah, and everybody's just mingling, having a good time. It seems to be just a party. So, oh, no, I'm just kind of smoozing. No, not really smoozing. She's not the smoozing type, but wandering around eating hors d'oeuvres and kind of keeping an eye out because if there was ever a place to attack, this would be it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, you do have a feeling that uh, this is for the like, security detail. <laughs> like uh, dangling bait on a hook. <clears throat> for for someone like uh, Baron Boreal or the Bolts gang or something like that. Uh, you mingle around. It's been a couple hours or so and nothing really happens. Um, you guys kind of like are hanging out at the bar, looking out of place as you normally would. Uh, when Scarlet comes up to you, it says, Hey guys, you made it. Scarlet wouldn't miss this for the world. Not really my scene, but I wasn't doing anything. Have you ever been to a party like this? A few times. Oh, this is yeah. still not my thing. I look good time. Sometimes directors remember that they should call the extras and have them come in mm -hmm. to the parties. For releases, so yeah, I've been to a few. Yeah. What about you, uh, Shigiori song? No, no, I don't get invited to parties. Well, now you have it's your first one, it's great. Um, actually, if you guys could join me, uh, in the, in the study, uh, Sir William has somebody he'd like you guys to meet. It all seems a bit excessive. You might be right, my friend. You might be right. So whenever you get a chance, just uh, slip over to the, the study. Yep. yep. And she takes your drink, Ned. Oh, come on. I, 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 I need my bourbon. Oh, you got cut off. Reasons. She takes your drink, <laughs> takes your drink, downs it in one gulp, and just carelessly passes it to a, a waiter on their way by. Right, you Reckless whistles. <laughs> that was impressive. You should drink faster, I guess. Actually, no. You seem like the obnoxious type if you're drunk. Yeah. This is probably for the better. <laughs> you and I uh, are going to have a talking to one of these days over a nice uh, bottle sometime, I think. That Ooh. sounded oddly perverted, and I'm a little worried about what you mean by that. You can't use that tone, man. You can't use that tone. <laughs> <laughs> that did sound really creepy. <laughs> she leans closer to Ned, and he goes, look, I don't mean it like that anyway. 
I get the feeling we're the security detail here. If there is ever any proof for them to be hanging, like to hang in front of the guys to make them come, this is it. Look how many rich bastards are here. Come on. It'd be real hard to pass this up. Ah, that's yeah, true, true enough. True enough. But, I thought you said you've been doing this for a while. <laughs> yes. You know, you come in, you, you smooch a little bit, you have yourself some bourbon. And then no, 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 I meant the whole, you know, she motions cape thing. Yes. Still, it's always time for bourbon. That explains so much. <laughs> like when you're on a stakeout? Yes. <laughs> that also explains so much. Ribeye, nice and rare, your bourbon, and keep watching on the crime. I know I haven't been doing this very long, but it seems that everything that you do is the exact opposite of how a real hero would behave. <laughs> and with that, he walks into the library. <laughs> Ned, Ned whistles a real hero as he walks in after you. Oh boy. Once again, you just guy Rosie. <laughs> once again, Rosario's questioning her life decisions. <laughs> and eventually she goes that way too. Um Vega, uh, you follow them eventually. Take a quick pit stop in the powder room to check your makeup. Then I powder my nose. No, I'm kidding. Powder your nose. <laughs> make sure it's uh everything's in, everything's in place. That there's no blue showing through. Um, you guys walk into the study. Uh, as you walk in, you see a man uh, slumped, drunkenly in a chair. Uh He's wearing a really expensive tailored Italian suit. Um, Scarlet's over there. She's kind of standing in a corner. And Sir William wheels up. Um, he didn't even bother to dress for this party. He's wearing a bathrobe and what looks to be like silk pajamas. Well, he's in a wheelchair, right? Oh yeah, he's also the guy that owns the house. So I mean, honestly, yeah. he can slip on a smoking jacket over that'd be perfectly fine. Well, <laughs> pretty much. He's he's wearing he's wearing like a just a terry cloth bathrobe. <laughs> it's I know it was this kind of party, I wouldn't have got dressed up. Hey man, I can see your ding dong. Uh, that's okay, it hasn't worked in years, kid. Oh uh, welcome, welcome. Uh, sorry about the uh, the frivolity, but uh, it seemed like the best way to uh, get our friend here uh, over. He does like uh, like his parties, but the one thing he likes more is free booze. It reminds me of somebody. Uh, you threw all this so silver slicking. Come to your house? No, <laughs> our friend Chair Kaze. Yes, he just referred to you by your hero name. Well, I figure that's the only reason I was invited. 
Yeah, I walk closer to the guy to get a better look at him. Yeah. Dude is unconscious. I recognize him. Um, sure. You guys can give me an awareness roll, or actually, um, give me uh, intelligence, intellect rolls. Seven. Okay. Seven. Eight. Eleven. Eleven. Uh, yeah, you guys have seen him in the paper. He's uh, he's an industrialist. Um, Slick, you recognize him as Charles Ness of Ness Robotics. Uh, I reckon I, I recognize his cool cat. That's Charles Ness. <laughs> like in uh, after a few drinks and uh. Carefully mixed by Miss Scarlet here. Uh, Mr. Ness got a little uh, talky. And told me some very interesting things about your, your new friend, the Praetorian. Oh, this piques my interest. Ooh. Yeah, please do tell. Ooh. He wheels over to the desk. Um, Flips a couple of switches on a small control pad and a, um, like a project slide projector is, you know, the, an image of the Nest Robotics um, logo shows up on the blank section of wall. Is Mr. Ness um, actually invented the Praetorian armor. Hmm. Um, it was an, what you guys have encountered on the street is an advanced prototype. Uh, it was meant to go into production uh, for the special crimes unit uh, to give them a little bit more firepower to use against supervillains. But it was it was stolen uh, probably about a month ago by one of his employees. A uh, doctor named Anton Lazar. He flips up a picture of Anton Lazar. Uh, he's a striking man, square-jawed, uh, perfect hair. Uh, doesn't really strike you as as um, a, really a scientist. He kind of looks more like a fashion model. Strikes me as full of himself, which, of course, the Pretorius struck me as full of himself the whole time. Yeah. How, um, how many of these prototypes are um, currently active? Just one. There was only the one prototype, which is one of the reasons why um, Mr. Ness was here uh, crying over it. It was a great loss. Uh, a couple billion dollars worth of research gone. Um, in order to build a new prototype, he has to start over from scratch. Um, worse still, 
uh, Lazar was the project lead on the development of the Praetorian armor, and he took the plans with him when he stole the suit. Great. So there could be more than just that one. Actually, that could explain what they've been stealing. Is there like a remote off switch for this armor? Wouldn't matter if he's got the plans, he could take it out. No, plus Lazar is the man who designed this armor. Right. So if there were any fail safes, he's probably disabled them or engineered ways around them. What's his last known address? His last known address. Glad you asked. Uh, he lives in the, an apartment over on uh, Bleecker. And there's there's not much to it. Um, he's hasn't been there. Scarlet's been staking out the place for last three, four days. That's, Has anybody gone in? Which is why you guys haven't uh, seen her lately. Uh, yeah, she went inside. She broke in. Um, dish is still in the sink. Um, in fact, the television was still on. But uh, doesn't look like anything's missing. Hmm. No, doesn't find any suitcases uh, or any signs of like hurried packing or anything like that. Uh, Lazar has pretty much gone off the grid. No recent purchases. You checked his bank accounts. Recent big purchases, anything like that? Uh, yeah, that's pretty standard operating procedure, even for the cops. Um, he slides a folder from the special crimes unit. Um, it looks like the person investigating the case is Detective Sullivan herself. Um, they did the financials. They didn't catch any uh, credit card transactions. No, uh, no cash withdrawals from his bank account. Any serious deposits from organizations that might be of interest? Uh, no mysterious uh, deposits or anything. We did uh, uncover a, a website. Mm. It clicks over and it's uh, the domain is thepretorian.com <coughs> and uh, it says Hero for hire. Contact at the with the button below. Did anyone try and hire the Praetorian? Um, I did. I tried to hire him for the security for this party. He didn't respond. We tried to trace back the email that I used, but apparently it is a heavily encrypted server on the dark web. Hmm. Hmm. In fact, I was kind of hoping that uh, that he would use this party as an excuse to show up and try to maybe liberate some of the jewelry and watches and stuff. But then again, he seems to like his targets a little bit bigger. That's pretty risky. Yeah. Well, his MO is very strange anyway. I mean, why help me on the bridge to begin with? Why save the bridge and then rob a bank? Of all these people. 
as a oh, trap. Well, you know, that's the other reason I invited you guys. Told you security detail. Besides, I might be old and in a wheelchair, but I have a few tricks up my sleeve as well. Mm. Kaze does not approve. Throw a fob. Minus hey, five. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's that's what we have on on the Praetorian. Um, we know who he is now. Now we just have to find him. Um, it's also been very suspicious that that crime is on a vacation. Yeah, I really don't like that. I have yeah. never seen anything like this before. Especially after how any... many things they get. They got several big hits. I don't like that they have the Alpha's body and whatever else they have, too. This is just, this is, this is worrying. Yep. Does he have any known associates? No, he is completely new to the scene. He's no, a bit of a, it makes him a bit of a wild card. Hey, hold on. Hard. Hold on a second. He had he had a gang with him when yeah, he took he on working, the bank. He was working with the bolts. Apparently, uh, best I can surmise is is that the bolts hired him for the job. Hmm. I don't but know. Anton Lazar had nobody. He had no girlfriends, no family, nothing that you could determine. He had his job. Um, which is the one thing that struck Mr. Ness here as strange because he did. He worked all hours of the night and day uh, perfecting this suit of armor. Where did he find him from? Uh, he graduated right out of Kirby University and went to work for him. He'd worked for him for years. Um. He was on the team that developed the uh, the police department's new stun guns. Ooh. Well, can we assume that those stun guns are now compromised? Uh, no, they they aren't uh, hardwired and or connected to any type of network. Mm -hmm. They're just highly efficient stun guns. Let's see. What? Mm. But uh, what can you tell me of the capabilities of the Praetorian armor? I heard you guys had an encounter with him. Oh, I had a real up to close and personal encounter with him. It's got strength. It's got lasers. It blew up a bodega, and he hit me with a missile to the face. Hmm. So, so I wouldn't suggest just running up on him willy nilly if he's in that suit. Yeah. He tried to lift a pallet of gold. He did lift a pallet of gold. There was no try in it. He threw it at me. Mm. He's at least as strong as I am, if not stronger. And then I guess he's pretty damage resistant, too. I hit him pretty hard. And... Any idea what the operational range of the suit's uh, flight abilities are? Well, um, at least 500 miles going by the what Ness had of the uh, the design. 
paperwork, the files. Um, the prototype, of course, had a longer range. Uh, they were designed in mass production. They're only meant to have maybe a radius of 75 miles, hmm. uh, which would get them anywhere in the city and back. Uh, the apparently the uh, the prototype is powered by an experimental um, infinite energy drive. So you know it's not like he needs to be recharging or anything like that. Hmm. I did call a contact in the power company. There's no uh, unusual spikes. And electricity. Does it require any type of like um, repair um, parts have to be ordered, or any uh, reload so uh, weapons reloads that be that could be tracked? Um, no, Lazar should be able to manufacture everything that he needs, um, but it was pretty well stocked. When he took it. To mention if these people have been hiring him and he's working with all of them, they could easily just slip him little bits and pieces of what they didn't already stole if he needs it. Yeah, I th that's the funny thing. Is that I've tried to cross-reference what we have of Ness's files with um, the supplies that have been stolen, uh, and none of them really seem to go together um, I don't know why uh, for example he would need genetic material uh, to power the suit um, the Kvarite 9 possibly he could improvise as a, as a power source uh, in, if he needed it or maybe even alloying it with some of the materials in the armor um, and the Electronic supplies Baron Boreal stole were pretty universal and generic. Um, they could be used for anything. So I don't think he's really behind these thefts. No, I don't think he is either. I think that he's just helping them. I don't know why he's helping them. Yeah. Other than money. But eventually he... They, something about this is just so shady that I think even he would think, wait a minute, at some point. Mm -hmm. The only thing you guys realize is that both times you encountered him, he flew off west. All right. But that would also make some kind of sense since the ocean is to the east. Well, let's, let's try this. Let's break out a map of the city, draw a 500 mile circle. Uh, around each point where we saw him and see who matches up. Okay. I like it. All right. So Sir William spreads a map on the table and hands you a pen. All right. Should I roll make sure I get the scaling right and whatnot or? No, I'm not going to make you do that. <laughs> <laughs> roll cartography. <laughs> Roll cartography. Ooh, cartography. Jesus. <laughs> I would assume that's a skill that Slick Civil would have. 
Um, well, a 500 mile radius of where you guys spotted him in the city actually goes off the map. Mm-hmm. Uh, in relation to the bridge, it actually goes off the desk. Hmm. All right. Well, time to use the floor, I guess. What's true? Let's try this. Uh, Maybe we just gotta shrink the radius of it. Yeah. Yes. Let's pretend. Let's assume, just for sake of argument, that he's still within the city limits. Okay. You managed to uh, narrow that down to about fifty square miles. That's the size of the city. Yep. Then let's draw any stra- where would straight lines from each of those two points meet up. Sadly, we don't have a third point, otherwise this would be much easier to do, but um, we have the two points of contact. Okay. All right. Um, now the problem is, so you don't know. So you, you said, let's see, when at high speed... Um, but the train is traveling 60 miles an hour. <laughs> 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 hmm. I see something here I'm missing. You're completely outside of my wheelhouse. Yeah. This is not exactly my I think the two points that you're using as your baseline are too close together to be able to pinpoint anything accurately. Yeah, you might be right. We need at least a third point to 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 even begin to make this work. Yeah, and, and you're also assuming that he flew in a straight line. Well, then yeah. you just saw him fly off to the west. Yeah. What is to the west? What like are there any like um, landmarks? Um, you know, this is the edge of the city. Um, the the suburb of Simone is out there. Um, and then after that, it's just like cornfields, soybean fields, uh, wooded areas. Let's see, is there like Delaware? Yeah, Delaware. <laughs> Or like any industrial areas in the uh, out towards the west, places where you might find like electronical equipment and nope. All all the industrial area of the city is concentrated around the harbor area. Are there any abandoned um, nuclear silos? Um, not that are known. Are there any like uh, industrial? Any industrial areas to the west where nobody would notice somebody was set up? Um, no, nothing, nothing out that far. All the industrial stuff uh, is concentrated, like I said, around the harbor, around the waterfront area. Hmm. Um, I mean, if this guy's an engineer, he could easily just set up a base underground that we wouldn't be able to find anyway. Hmm. That's true. We don't have access to any like uh, ground penetrating radar or anything like that. It's one of the things that uh, he could have been planning this for years. He could have easily set up something that's pretty incredible. See. While he was waiting, 
another way of putting this. I mean, you know, the, you know, are there people who like to do a bird watching? Are there people who like to go like hero and villain watching? Maybe there are sightings of this um, Praetorian that we that by people. If there are, I mean, we could always hit the forums. There's always fans about. That's what I used to do. Yep. To the internet. To the internet. Yes. And have a phone. Uh, no, <laughs> you know, he might have pulled out his phone. No, no, I'm talking, I'm talking to Slick. I'm like, you have a phone, don't you? Right, yes, I do, but I, I need to say the thing, you know, you, you gotta do the thing. No, I was no. imagining him reaching into his coat pocket, whipping, whipping out his phone, like in vic- victory, like above his head. No, I imagine him doing this without whipping the phone out yet. Like, he just running, like he like he was about to take off to go look for the internet. Yeah, you know, do the whole stand and point thing, all dramatic. Like, you have to do the thing. It's, it's um, part of the hero code. Lead us to the tubes. Yes. Okay. Well, you do a a, a search of the forums. Um. And you don't you find a lot of speculation about who the Praetorian is. Um, there's a very lengthy thread with a lot of detail that tries to uh, link Sir William himself to being the Praetorian. God, Sir William is the Praetorian? I never guessed. Oh my god. <laughs> Sir William looks down at his legs, looks up at you and says, You got me. World's greatest detective. Yes. <laughs> Theoretically, if it was a suit of armor, that would compensate for your the lack of use of your. Yep. True, but uh, I've also you've seen my secret lair. I only have one that we know of. I wasn't ready for a brand change just yet. I'm retired. I'm also pretty sure Sir William would have beaten me in a fight. Kid, I'd beat you in a fight right now. She throws up her hands and backs away. He's like, it's my point. I'd pay to see that. I'll take that action. Yeah. Come on. Why is everybody turning on me? I just point to William and put back at you. I am turning on you because I believe the hype. <laughs> and these old heroes kick some ass. I agree with you. I said he could kick my ass. <laughs> I never once said I could take him. Ooh. I just wanted a sure bet. Why are you making that noise? It's a that's a battle cry on his home world. <laughs> I'm trying to egg you guys on. I'm not twelve. Like like the mysterious voice over over like just said, it's a battle cry in my home world. <laughs> no, I technically don't have a home world. <laughs> The, the battle cry of just space. Rosie yeah. looks at, at Scarlet and just kind of shrugs like, this is my life now. Is <laughs> that dying stars make as they fade away. 
Yeah. Ooh. I like that one. I like that one. What is the sound of a dying star? Ooh. <laughs> oh no, not again. <laughs> um yeah, you guys don't really find anything out on the forums. Uh, he's still too new. There are a lot of people excited about him. Uh, there's fan art and stuff because, you know, hey, he's got shiny gold armor. Oh, come on. Look how they drew me in this one. Yeah, it's... uh look that hard. After, <laughs> after the news reports of your fight with the Praetorian, there's been a large uh, slash fic community... Uh, Devoted to shipping you two. Oh yeah, my wow. god. Wow. <laughs> really sexualized you in this one. This is some, oh, this, is a, this is some solid writing here, actually. This is some solid writing. That slick silver. Reads slash fiction between Reckless and Pretorius when his spare time. <laughs> it is canon. It's canon now. <laughs> well, I do not like <clears throat> being forced to wait around for them to make the next move. Yes, I I agree. It would be nice to be proactive. Uh, exactly. Uh, William seems to uh, kind of drift off after he says that, and he's staring at the map. Hmm. I try to look where he's looking. Is there something in particular he's looking? Appear to be looking at anything. He's just staring at the map. Let's see. Almost, almost. It almost looks like he's he might be having a seizure. Is he okay, Scarlet? He does this sometimes. I, I don't know what it is. When he comes out of it, he says it was a technique he learned in Tibet. And, and I, I would have to get side eyes, Kaze a little bit. Kaze side eyes are right back. It's always the Tibet. <laughs> so we're gonna switch the Dutch for the Tibetans this time, huh? <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have the Japanese guy dissing the Tibetans. <laughs> oh my god, Japanese guy! Oh, <clears throat> it's a monastery thing. Rivalries. We play each other in football every year. Hey, I'm not knocking it. Uh. Whatever. I'm I. Like I'm actual learn. football, not this American crap. Ole, 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 Goal! Sir William finally blinks. And he looks up and he's just like, I can't. He couldn't have done that. Done what? Done what? There is a chicken farm about uh, 10 miles outside of town. 
the Alpha used to use it as a secret base. Because who would look for a superhero at a chicken farm? A hungry fan? He he went there to be alone. <laughs> Are you allergic to the word chicken? I'm allergic to the word farm. <laughs> well, too bad. It looks like we're going there. Oh. You think that's where he is? That's the only thing I can think of that would be to the west that would be a good hiding space. I have no idea how he could have found it. It was only known to like three people. Who are those three people? Me, the Alpha, and Crimson Hammer. And this Crimson Hammer, what is their whereabouts now? Uh, last I heard, he uh, died of cancer. All the radiation he soaked in in that uh, Soviet super soldier program. Whoa. Was he an enemy of yours? He was an enemy of the Alpha. And by extension, an enemy of mine. But even if he did survive and faked his death with that story of cancer, he would never tell anyone where his mortal enemy hid so that other people could take shots at him. Why would he do that? Because well, the Alpha's dead. Nope. Well, he's a mute. Well, that's another good reason. No. Oh. Yeah, apparently they don't have ASL in Russia. <laughs> no, they have RSL. <laughs> <laughs> in Soviet Russia, language signs you. <laughs> I am ashamed of this table. Alolsky, I am Russian Gaivovich. I'm just, I'm just saying that. How can you be sure that this Crimson Hammer didn't tell anybody else about this chicken farm? It can't be. We also can't I, be sure. That they I can't be. Able to find it out. That's why I'm telling you guys about it. Right. So, Mister, I can't wait for justice or whatever it is. Let's go. How many entrances are are in it all of a sudden? I don't know. You you're at fault for this. <laughs> the fucking Russian thing. <laughs> all right, let's go. <laughs> Um, he jots down some directions on a piece of paper, tears it off, slides it across the desk. Just in case, what were the Crimson Hammer's powers? Um, projected radiation, super strength. He had that fucking hammer. He could bring down buildings with that thing. How many entrances are there to this um, uh, area? One. Mm. And you would either need to know the password 
or be able to tear down the door. I don't know the password. Hmm. <clears throat> Did Crimson Hammer tear off the door? I'm sure Rosario could. Let's go. All right. Because? Justice waits for no one. That's right. You, all, you guys need some catchphrases. Uh, that's my catchphrase. I know that's your catchphrase. <laughs> that's your project for next session. Everybody else come up with catchphrases. Like, I feel like Rosario's still working on her. She literally just started doing this. <laughs> There's no place like crime. Oh, God. <laughs> Wait, that doesn't even sound like a catchphrase. Like, what does that even mean? There's no place like crime. Like, do you want to be where the crime is? Or are you what? What do you? Are you encouraging the crime? I don't understand. So, uh, <laughs> how are you guys going to get to this chicken farm? I'm running. Well, clearly, I'll take I'll take I'll take I'll take Rosie over the over the Silver Tap Road. The Silver Tap Road. Yeah, I'm really regretting my life choices. Okay. Yeah, I assume Vega's gonna fly. I'm trying to keep up with Kaze. I just realized I was muted. All right. Um, you guys, uh, are you guys going in your street clothes? Or are you guys changing? Yeah, oh, yeah, we're changing. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Guy, guy, get, guy, get out of, guy, get out of my evening tux here. <laughs> a dash into an alleyway, jump into a instead of his morning tux, no less. Jump into a dumpster, wipe off all your makeup, and then I fly out with my costume on that I stashed <laughs> in this dumpster. All right, I have like ten different costumes that all smell like shit. <laughs> all right. Ned tel Ned teleports home, puts the puts puts the evening clothes away, and then reappears and slick goodness. Sir William is prepared for you, and he he and Scarlet dawn sunglasses. <laughs> Damn, I should have thought of that. <laughs> I know. I'm just as cool. I'm just that. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> 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 and Kaze, how do you do your uh, transformation into your alter ego? I run to where my costume is, put it on, and run back. It okay. doesn't even look like I went anywhere. Yeah, Rosie just stucks in the bathroom and then comes back out. <laughs> <laughs> what is your new costume? Because your last one was pretty much destroyed. You know, it's just more of the same. She's just got a bunch of them. And actually, she looks at them and goes, you know, guys, I need to talk to you about the whole costume thing. Like, bullets don't really like, like I've, I've, I've got a guy. <laughs> I've got a great tailor. You, you should talk to him. No, no, she wasn't so, talking to you. She talked to the magpies. <laughs> Rosie is like a dog savage. She just has like a closet full of the same shirt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the same over, the same coveralls. <laughs> Same coverall, same shirt. <laughs> on sale. Okay, uh, you know, let's have a lot of duplicates and stuff. <laughs> uh, you take off. 
um, through some stroke of luck, you all arrive at the chicken farm right around the same time. It smells like a chicken farm. What's the other smell that we get this time? <laughs> a hint of That's garbage. Delaware is so close. A hint of garbage when you walk past me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I expect that at this point. Yeah. I mean, a hint of garbage from Vega. <laughs> chicken farm. Uh, you guys notice that there are a couple of warehouses. This this farm is kind of semi-industrial. There is a long building um, that has bright lights on all the time. So you can get the chickens to lay eggs at all hours of the day. Uh, there is a second building in the background. Uh, it looks kind of like a barn that has no lights. In fact... It seems rather incongruous with the rest of the farm setting. Is there a giant key? No, because it's in the middle of a field, not in the middle of the Arctic. <laughs> it's a giant key made out of manure. It's a it's a giant rubber chicken. <laughs> See, rubber chicken concert begins in the distance. Um. You go up to the barn and you notice um, as soon as you try to open the barn door, you open the barn door and there is a steel door immediately behind it. Mm. Well. There is a, <clears throat> on the right side of the door, there is a keypad. I look at um, the, is it numbers or letters? Um, it's a language you don't understand. I just look for the ones that have the most wear on them, and I and I just start. Um, going okay. through every possible combination at super speed. Okay. Um, I'm gonna call that a power stunt. So what? What uh, talent are you invoking, or quality are you invoking for advantage here? Oh, I. Believe the hype, man. I saw that in that countless amounts of police procedurals. All right. And I know it works. All right. Give me um I'm gonna call that doing all the calculations, I'm gonna call that an intellect test. I got a nine. You got a nine. You failed it by one. Ooh. I've got an idea. That is the scariest words I think I've ever heard you say. Well, according to the description of accurate, all I need to do is just be able to describe where it is on teleport to and get us in there. Yeah, I'm going to let you do that one by yourself. Okay. Uh, what quality are you going to uh, activate for advantage on this one? Because that's going to be a power stunt as well. Hmm. Maybe this will be good use of it if at first you don't succeed? Uh, possibly. Or it doesn't need a plan. I'll, I'll go with either one. Whichever one you think is better. All right. What we're going to do doesn't need a plan. There we go. Um, because you have 
never seen the inside of this building. Hey, wait, wait a minute. Yeah. Don't I get a bonus on the stunt for for uh I uh, should have. Oh well then whatever the bonus is, I rolled a nine. So okay. you so I got an eleven. Yeah. So you passed it by one. Yes. All right. Let me see what type of effect passing it one has. There it is. Uh, moderate success. The effort succeeds by a small margin. So on your final attempt, uh, you hit the correct combination of buttons. You're welcome for letting me save you a determination point, Wes. Yeah, because it would have been very tough. You could have possibly ended your character right there. Um, simply because no one described this room to you. Oh. And you've never seen it, so you could have ended up inside the door. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a steel door, so you would have uh, taken eight points of damage. And would have been stuck in the door. <laughs> All right. So the door clicks and begins to slide open. Um, there are. Uh, there's like a ramp going down. Uh, it looks pretty steep. Since the since the alpha could fly, he didn't need stairs. So it's just like a ramp ramp. Yeah, but it's like it's like at a like a 30 degree angle. So it would be it would be tough to uh run down even at super speed. Can we see the drop. Can we, can we see down to the or the end of the ramp? Yeah, there's a smaller door down at the end of the ramp. Okay, I'm gonna um go run around the farm and look for rope. Um, okay, you find some. I find a Gygax rope. Yes. Yeah, we'll set it up so we can all get down without having to uh, kill ourselves. Mm, okay. We're going to teleport us all down. Because, you know, Vega has something in common with the Alpha, so he just kind of floats down. Right. <laughs> For the rest of us mere mortals. I can teleport us down if you like. Yeah, I'm going to use the rope. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yep. Kaze and, uh, Kaze and Rosie rope it down. Uh, Slick does teleport. And he manages to get down to the bottom because he can see it. Uh, so here you are standing in front of this rather normal looking door. Uh, there are no keypads. Uh, there are no... doesn't look like there are any traps or anything. It just looks like a door. In fact, as you uh, get down to the bottom, the steel door begins to close. Okay, I know the code. And, yep. It's pretty well lit down here. As the door closes, more lights come on.
And there's a door. Well, Justice waits for no one. I open the door. You open the door. Uh, you walk into a room. Uh, it's kind of laid out like the meeting room of the Justice Association. Except there's no large table in the center. It's more of a... Uh, looks kind of like a rather large bachelor pad. You know, there's a radio... Uh, a couple of comfortable chairs, a little small like kitchenette type of thing. What's the dust level around here? Uh, it's fairly dusty. Hmm. There are uh, there are doors off to the left and the right. Uh, Does it look like anybody's been here before? Like recently, within the past forty years. Uh, give me some awareness checks. I got a six. Eight. Twelve. Twelve. I got an eight. You only got a what, Vega? Seven. Seven? Yep. All right. Slick? Uh, looks like the dust may have been disturbed. Hmm. Looks like we got a little bit less dust around here. It's like something I've someone or something I've been here. But it doesn't look like footprints. Hmm. Me. Paw prints. It's like streaks, uh, almost like the dust has been disturbed, but then it's settled back. But it doesn't seem to be as thick in places. Hmm. Like somebody maybe hovering? Yeah. Uh, possibly. How exactly did, did the Praetorian move when he moved? Like when he flew off? Uh, he took off kind of like a rocket. Can I tell like where the propulsion was coming from? Uh, yeah, you guys have all seen him fly. Um, he has uh, jets on his back, jets on his boots. Did his propulsion source burn hot? Not that you could tell. That close to him. And I was, and I wouldn't know. <laughs> um, what do these other doors do? I'm gonna, I'm gonna scout. Okay, uh, the door to the left is just like a small bedroom. Uh, the door to the right. Looks like it might be a workshop type of area, someplace to, you know, where he, where the alpha would just like do handicrafts or something. Looked like he was very big into wood carving. Look, horse head bookends. Ooh, so finely done wood there. Uh, handmade uh, chess set sitting on the, on one of the benches in there. He, that was one of his hobbies. He liked woodworking. Uh, the door at the far end uh, leads to a, a stairwell going down. Is this a regular stairwell or another ramp? This, this is actually a regular stairwell. Since once he's inside, the alpha wanted to pretend to be normal. As normal as 
uh, someone living in an apartment inside of a secret base inside of a barn on a chicken farm would be. Yeah, it sounds like some weird children's song. Mm. What's down the ramp or the stairs? You go down the stairs, uh, come to uh, another room. This room is actually dark. Flip on a light switch. Um, it is it is an alien room. Um, there are ancient machines um, positioned around the room. Uh, everything is marked in letters that you don't recognize. Now, before any of you ask, no, I can't read this. No, I don't know what this is. That's right. No, this I wasn't going to ask you. Just because I'm yeah. from outer space doesn't mean that I know what everything is. Right. <laughs> it's probably Tibetan. You're from outer space? Oh, my God. <laughs> I had those emails. <laughs> um, it does look like Upon further inspection, that some of these machines have been opened. Uh oh. Um, like panels torn off. Recently? Uh, seemingly recently. Yeah. There's no dust. Um, there are like prints. They're not like fingerprints, but they look like, uh, you know, hands have grasped these and torn them off. Do they look similar to the damage done by the earth? No. Thing? Okay. Is there any clue as to the function of these machines by their form? By their form? We like um. kind of ballpark what they what these machines do just by seeing what they look like uh seems to be maybe some type of communications device um a very advanced computer um and a device that you're not really sure what it was intended for it looks kind of like it might be a weapon but mm. there's there's like a spot on the floor, like a ring, and you go stand on it, and it looks like the weapon would shoot whoever's standing in the ring. I take pictures of everything with my phone. Okay. All right. The ring, the com supercomputer, the weapon, the communications device, the damage. Send that yeah, to the the, uh, the weapon seems to be like the thing that most components have been salvaged from. Are there any other entrances like back here or a, a hastily made exit? No.
this is a working chicken farm? Yes. However, um, another thing that you notice, uh, there are footprints in this room. Do they have a directed path to them or are they just kind of moving from thing to thing? Uh, they're just kind of moving from thing to thing. There's a uh, small, normal, human-sized set of boots and mm. some rather large, square uh, tracks. The boots don't say property of Ness Robotics on them, do they? Actually, we have another suspect as well. The, the, the Adams, they had a golem thing with them, too. Dude, I wouldn't know about the golem thing, but like, what did the what did the Pretorius feet look like? Like, did they look like boots or did they look like squares? Uh, they square shaped. But... You're like boots. It's, Praetorian armor is very sleek. I'm thinking Iron Man. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. This is like maybe it was the golem because I didn't see the golem. But somebody here imagine, did. Imagine Iron Man with a crest like Sentry. Yeah, that's the image I had in my head. Or, or was the Iron Man with the Rocketeer's helmet. A little, a little mm. bit of a mixture of the that the Rocketeer and Black Manta. <laughs> mm, kinda. <clears throat> Is well, there a CCTV set up anywhere? No. How about for the farm? For the Is there farm? Any surveillance for the chicken farm. Um possibly in the farm office. I'm going to the farm office. Hey, who owns this place anyway? Yeah. <laughs> who owns this place? Yeah. Um who owns this place? Paragon Chicken. Clucking bell. <laughs> um, this uh, this chicken farm is owned by. Oh, let's see. Uh, Broner Foods. Broner. Broner. I don't know if I can shop Broner Foods. I hear they have an arrest record. Mm. <laughs> there, was a, there was a recall because uh, there was a hairbrush found in a... <laughs> Yo, Pops, brush my hair. <laughs> they were bought out by a Filipino firm. <laughs> <laughs> The um, P Corporation. <laughs> all right, so you guys are heading over to the office. Yep, I am. Okay. Um, you get there. The office is dark. Uh, there doesn't seem to be even a lone security guard. Um, here. Hopefully, you closed up everything after you leave. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Well, they. I'll leave that to them. I'm already in the office. So you ran back up that that steep walkway. No, he roped it back up. Roped it yeah. back up at super speed. You know, I could just throw you up there. I could <laughs> board you up there. Anyway, 
he got up there using his super speed. He's over at the office. The door was locked, by the way. Of the office? Yeah. Not anymore. <laughs> Bye, chickens! <laughs> We're heroes, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> um, you guys go up, and uh, the door is wide open. Kaze's sitting at the desk looking looking um, through the CCTV footage at fast forward, tapping his foot, wrapping his fingers, looking at his watch. Come on. 2X, 3X, 12X, 16X. 300X. <laughs> zoom, enhance, zoom, enhance. Yep, um, just seeing if anybody goes into that barn. That's all he wants to know. All right. Um... You haven't seen anything recently in the past uh, four or five weeks. Uh, so you start going a little bit further back. Um, about six months ago, uh, you see um, the camera is kind of pointed toward the the big barn in the back. And at the, like where the actual chickens would be not the barn barn uh to the side of that you kind of see like a flash of light in the corner can i tell what it is if i look at it at super speed uh no because the the light itself is not directly on camera. But over the course of your previous investigations, because I'm sure you guys have investigated the theft at the tomb, mm -hmm. uh, there was a similar flash of light um, not too long after Slick's departure. This could be the teleportation signature of the Children of the Dragon. Seems likely. That is not how you teleport. That's... No, it's not how you teleport. Which thought... we determined last time since you were completely useless in trying to figure out where they were going. Obviously, they're using a different method of teleportation. Uh, I, was taught, I was taught by the best in the business. It doesn't mean you're the, you that were they taught were by the best of a business. Yeah. Not every business. Open your mind. You'll be you a better hero them. for it. You told me he was the best. You were, <laughs> you were taught the best that you can learn from a business that only charged $9.99 for the lesson. <laughs> Damn. Ow. That was that was intergalactically cold. Wow! Burn from <laughs> outer space. You were looking for the best bang for your buck, not the best. Hey, hey! It was I was taught by an ancient. I was taught by an ancient man. Well, I'm sure oh. that there are other people that figured out how to do it since that ancient man. Old man Shazam from the subway? No, he's not actually a superhero. I know he says that, but old man Shazam is just a bum. Not old man Shazam. The master. Show enough? Yeah. yeah. You think with capital letters, of course, but. <laughs> Wait, you know show enough? 
Did he teach you to glow? <laughs> no, no. Uh, he taught he taught me teleportation. Then his head got chopped off. I don't believe you. Show enough would never fall to that. He was certainly a master at getting. He was the meanest, the prettiest, motherfucker low down in this town. <laughs> So you would be Leroy hard pressed to uh, (laughs) (laughs) deny that the uh, apartment of solitude and the tomb were probably robbed by the same people. Yes, and if we can trust the word of this silver thing, then we would assume that it is the children of the dragon. Don't insult my sidekick like that. He's many things, but I don't think he's a liar. The golem and the fire creature. Yes. Golem and a fireman. I'm not calling him a liar. I'm calling him unobservant. Well, I'll give you that. I know. My sidekick has a lot to learn. How dare you call me a sidekick? I am Slick Silver, hero of Kirby. I pat him on the head. <laughs> one day, little guy, one day. It's so, so um, it's If you so, keep drinking your milk and using your decoder ring, of course you'll become a hero. Now go get me a hostess fruit pie. It says so on my on my hand embroidered cards. Hero. Hand embroidered cards. <laughs> yes. That was the joke. <laughs> Hand yeah. embroidered. Yes. Okay. This still doesn't get us any closer to finding out where any of these people are. Just what they've been doing. If only one of us could empty his mind and leave his his uh, destination up to the randomness of the universe to find out where we need to go, perhaps by spending a determination point for a power stunt of some sort. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. That's All right. an oddly specific parable there, young Kaze. All right. All right. So you are now invoking surfing the synchronicity wave. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna tune in. Gonna find them. Are you guys going with him? Oh no. <laughs> I, oh, I, I most certainly am. Okay. Actually, you know what? I take it back because Rosie's fucking impulsive. She'll go. <laughs> okay. I had to remember that about her. <laughs> Let us all, dearly beloved, let us all hold hands. This. Don't make me regret this. You have to actually empty your mind for this, don't you? We're getting around to that. First, you got to hold hands. I you mean, know, I could just it's not really that hard. it would be very difficult. How dare you? Ooh. How dare you? 
I'm getting ready for battle. Sorry. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Roll that stunt. All right. Time to cash in that. Let's see what's throwing some determination. Eh. Eh, heck, why not? What's throwing two determination on top of that? Make sure this works. Okay. Uh, yeah, I need the two determination. <laughs> okay, so the uh, I need the play. Okay, so that that's a plus two. That's a four. I rolled, and my total skills eight, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Twelve it is. Okay. All right. Plus, plus the points for your determination that you spent. All right, yeah, I, I'll oh oh each determination point as well because I thought it was like I need one for the stun and then I spent another one for to get a plus two. Uh, you get plus four. Oh yeah, plus four. Give yourself another plus two. Yeah. All right, then that would be fourteen. Then. Um, what uh, what did you uh, burn for the second one? Yeah, you have to spend a different quality. Man doesn't need a plan. Let's not. We're just going blind. Going and blind. Fair enough. Um, you guys wink out of existence. Uh, those of you who haven't teleported before, uh, you get a little sick feeling in the pit of your stomach. Um. <clears throat> And you appear in what appears to be the middle of downtown. Um, there's traffic, even for the middle of the week. You know, people going back and forth in movies and shows. Uh, give me awareness checks. Uh, be Twelve. 12. 6. I'm sorry, I'm muted. Um, 9. Okay. Rosie? 8. 8, okay. Um, yeah, you guys see what looks to be the glow, um, some sort of glow high above one of the buildings. Uh, looks like the, uh, KKTV building. Ooh, there's a glow of the KTV building. Yep. Yeah, we see it. Okay. All right. All right. Let's get let's get over let's get over there. Teleportation time again. Uh, top of the building. Are you taking everybody with you? Can I just fly, fly up with with Nick? <laughs> you'll be fine. You'll you'll be fine. You're a grown boy. You'll you'll, you'll recover. It's like it's like having your third bourbon. You you, you get better after the at the next one. I don't like this analogy. And I don't drink bourbon. Sake, whatever. It's all good. 
That's a racist. I don't think that's that either. That's racist. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's a racist. It's like third precept, man. He's a monk. Like Silver does not know much about monks. Like Silver doesn't know much about anything, honestly. That's <laughs> how we got here in the first place. <laughs> because he was able to empty his mind. It did not take much effort. The half full cup empties the fastest. <laughs> <laughs> and the not filled cup doesn't need to empty at all. Ooh, that's very zen. <laughs> All right, um, you guys make your way up to the top of the building uh, where you can see a little bit better. It appears to be the Praetorian hovering over the city. <laughs> the Praetorian is over the city. Uh, uh, all right, all right. <laughs> Gotta get, get that armor off. Get, you get have off really got to get to the point a whole lot faster than that. <laughs> Uh, he's not paying much attention to you guys. Looks like he's looking off to the east. What's over there, pretty boy? He turns, looks at you, and goes, You'll see. Oh, that's never good when they say that. And just as he says that, uh, you hear a rumble, uh, a bunch of screams from the street below, and a large cloud of dust billows down the streets through the alleys, and one of the office buildings looks to be uh, Paragon Insurance is no longer there. Some fucking hero for hire as Rosie jumps off the building. <laughs> uh, you hear over the screams and car alarms and horns and yep. <laughs> crumbling of concrete and steel. You hear a low growl. Oh, God. God. Is it sandworms? Are you kidding me? Hell, you're, <laughs> you're on top of the, the television building, and this is probably like maybe three, four blocks away. No, it's three, four blocks away. Uh, teleport that way, I think. All uh, right. Teleport away! <laughs> All right, what about the rest of you guys? How far off the... Off the roof is well. I would um, hope he took me with him when <laughs> he teleported in the direction. How far off the roof is Praetorian hovering? Uh, maybe a quarter mile straight up in the air. Off the roof, yeah. Oh, Vega, throw me at the son of a bitch. So, what's your strength? My strength is seven. Seven. Incredible. Incredible strength. 
Um, all right, yeah, give me um, give me a strength test versus um. Um, half of Kaze's prowess. Okay, do I add aerial combat to this? Uh, no, you're not flying. Do I have to? Am I rolling? Uh, no. Okay, half my prowess is three. Okay. Okay, I got a seven. You got a seven? Okay. Or eleven, actually. Sorry. You got an eleven? Okay. That's that's a little bit better. That's a that's a major success. Um. Uh, yeah, you pick, you grab Kaze by the belt, and he jumps at the same time you throw him. And fastball special. Taking this motherfucking down, motherfucker down. So what I'm gonna do is, um, I want to use my momentum to spring off of him and come back down on him. So I'm punching him down. So you punch so that, him down. Yes. Okay. So I, what basically what I want to try and do is ground him. Okay. Uh, we're gonna call this. We're gonna call this I'm a just prowess gonna... check. Okay. Uh, uh, versus his coordination. Okay. Straight prowess. Um, we're gonna we'll we'll call it an attack roll. So it'll be a your full attack. Um, versus his okay. prowess and aerial combat. All right, so let's see. So first, uh, so a thirteen and a seven for my extra attacks. Mm -hmm. Those succeed. I can add them to my regular attack. Okay. Um, hold on a second. Uh, yeah, it looks like you're going to succeed. Okay. So then. The regular attack is nine. Thirteen. All right. And that also succeeds. So you managed to spring off and you're you're basically you kind of locked up with him, trying to like right. him down into the ground. Uh he is going to try to shake you off. Okay. Uh so you're gonna make a coordination test. Okay. And you don't get to use your speed because you're kind of like on top of okay. it. Okay, that's fair enough. Uh, so that's 13. Okay, so that's 13. And that's versus a 9. So you guys, you make it by 13 minus 9. It is 4. So major success. You managed to stay on top. Um, He's... You see the engines cut out a little bit. Vega, what you got going on? You see, I, Kaze is like kind of surfing the Praetorian down and just treating him like a speed bag. But Kaze, it does not appear to be doing a whole heck of a lot to his armor. Can I fly up to him and try to remove the helmet from his head? Uh, yeah, you can try. What's that, uh, aerial combat? Uh, that's going to be a prowess versus aerial com uh, prowess plus your aerial combat um, to, to grab him. Ooh, I got a 17. I rolled a 6. 
Okay. Um. Well, you managed to you managed to grab the helmet. It's not uh, coming off, but uh, you guys are forcing him down a little bit more. Okay, I was gonna say, do I accidentally rip his head off, thus starting modern age in Kirby? No. <laughs> Uh, you guys hear an audible click. Um, let me get over here to. Is it visual too? Do we see the word click come up? Yes, you do. <laughs> Perfect. Um, all right. Um, do you have regeneration? Kaze? Yes, I do. Eight. Okay. You have a regeneration of eight, okay? Mm -hmm. And then what about you, Vega? Uh, it's an extra, so I guess I have it at eight as well. Okay. Uh, then you're going to make a test with the eight for regeneration. It's 12 total. 12 total. Uh, nine. Nine. Okay. Well, the gas that sprays out of the Praetorian armor uh, sprays out at 13. Um, what did you, what, nine? So that's four. And what was yours, Vega? That was 12. Yours was 12. Okay, so so one. Uh, Kaze is going to get the uh, a temporary quality of nauseated. Okay. And Vega, you managed to uh, shrug off the effect. What yeah, man. What does nauseated do? Um, it's going to be... It's basically, I'll throw up on his armor. Right. You'll throw up on his armor. It's going to be a trouble effect, so... So I get a determination, get a determination point. point. And let's see. That means I think he gets a get a bonus to his next action. Let me look it up and double check real quick. Talks amongst your talk amongst yourselves. Um, that's that's well special. special. <laughs> 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 All right, yeah, you're getting trouble as uh, uh, compulsion. Or oh, wait, nope. Um. You're going to get disability as your trouble. Um, I'm getting what? You're getting disability. Okay. Uh, which means your uh, super speed is not going to work. 
Yep. Okay. The remainder of the page because you're 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 nauseated and, and kind of dizzy and it's just you took a big hit of this gas. Okay. Fair um, enough. So getting off of him when he hits the ground is going to be a little more difficult for you. Okay. Uh, he's coming down. Meanwhile, uh, Rosie and Slick teleport to where the where the building is has come down. Uh, you guys appear. Uh, it's there's dust and um, like a fire hydrant has broken. There's water shooting into the air. Um, there's electricity sparking off of exposed wires. Uh, there's people trapped underneath rubble. Um, and in the center of this building, you see this massive hulking form cloaked in shadow with glowing red eyes. Uh, it is uh, probably about 15 feet tall. Uh, almost like looks like it's covered in spikes oh, this is never going to be easy is it and you hear it growl oh dear god welcome to your death and we're going to cut it right there wait we don't even get to take down the Praetorian. Well, he does. He no. You guys are your your last panel was plummeting toward the ground. Okay, that works. Excitement. Yes. Gotta leave him one more. And you know what I wish I had? What's that? I wish I had thirty luck points. <laughs> <laughs> See y'all <Sure>. later. <laughs>